Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the review show the morning after the night before. And the night before this time was beaten Maribor by three goals. And what has been described universally as a professional performance and a terrible first half. And a bit like Huddersfield. <laughs> and a bit like Huddersfield, <laughs> exactly. Um, so what we're going to do is we're really going to focus on the comments on this one. So while people get into the comments section and stuff, Paul, I've picked up a couple from your match reaction that I thought were really good. Okay. Um, so Rajveer N1 says... Get a new coat, Paul. No. Really? Okay, I so. haven't found one of them yet. We, we, we <laughs> no, may no, come problem. on to that, mate. <laughs> it's YouTube, I'm sure it happened. Yeah. Uh, three points, top of the table. Firmino ending careers again. Sturridge scoring again. Brill. With Milner missing the pen, Bobby on the next one. Might have to let Emre Chan start taking the pens. He's German after all. Yeah, but am I right in thinking that he's terrible at pens as well? I don't know, but my Trent Alexander-Arnold shout from last week's not looking too bad now, is it? I just about, I think everyone should take, should take one. I think we should go back. You know, let's let's revert back to that Middlesbrough penalty shootout of years gone by. Maybe bring Jordan Williams back in. Uh, to, I don't anyone. Yeah, we. Uh, no, it's he's obviously been funny. It's not a serious point, but I think that's just a tremendous save yeah. by the goalkeeper. I think it's a really really good pen. Uh, as far as as good a pen can be without it going in, uh, which you know, judge that how you will. Um, so yeah, it, it should have gone to Milner. It should have gone to Milner at the weekend. Um, he just needs to stick one in because I think that's like four. We've missed our last four pens. Uh, uh, four in 2017 or something, which is not very Liverpool. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. So he'd he'd missed one in 14 as a Liverpool player before last night, two in 14, uh, or two in 15 now. Still isn't a bad record at all, is it? Like, And, and you, as you say, that's still a good penalty and a great save from the goalkeeper. Han Jankovic? Why not? No Something like that. I'm, you know what? I'm terrible with pronunciations. You, that's you who we've their goalkeeper call. Perfect. Yeah. We've had confirmation. Uh, okay. Uh, next one um, that I really like, in fact, was it's the same guy. Damn. Rajveer N1. Great Wednesday. Top of the Champions League group so far with Severe and Spartak still to play. Both will be tough games, but we should have Mane, Coutinho, Lalana, and possibly climb back. Firmino's skill to win the penalty was beautiful. West Ham away next. You'll never walk alone. The Champions League group is actually quite interesting. Um, I went onto the Echo website this morning, Paul. Is it still, are you still fighting? I'm still fighting my way through the adverts and stuff, <laughs> but we'll get there eventually. Uh, by the time this 15 minute show's done, they might have all loaded. Uh, I'm currently up to 19 million pop up ads 
three surveys, uh, two in video and adverts, a and a partage in a pair two. So, um, as it stands, Liverpool are on eight points, Sevilla seven, Spartak five, and Malibor one. Head to head decides placings in the group over goal difference. So, if Liverpool beat Sevilla, we will qualify with a game to spare. Okay. Could confirm our status as group winners, depending on the result of Spartak Malibor. Yeah. This is long, strap yourself in, mate. This gets this gets really good. If Spartak fail to beat Maribor, then Liverpool will top Group E. If Liverpool draw with Sevilla, they cannot confirm their status as group winners, although they would remain in the driving seat. If Spartak lose to Maribor, then Liverpool will qualify from Group E. If Spartak beat or draw with Maribor, Liverpool need just a point at home against the Russian champions to secure their passage through. But they wouldn't necessarily top the group if Sevilla better the Reds' results. This feels like the kind of video I'd love to see you do on the glass again. You've got <laughs> to write you it at the same time. That'd be fantastic. Wait for this one. Come. If Liverpool lose to Sevilla, Sevilla leapfrog Liverpool in the group, and unless the Spaniards lose to Maribor, it'll be impossible to overhaul them. Liverpool's final group game against Spartak becomes crucial if Spartak see off Maribor as expected with a win over the Russians guaranteeing a top two spot. Have you followed me so far? Nope. Okay. I have. I'll, I'll summarise. Okay. Assuming Spartak beat Maribor, Liverpool lose to Sevilla, a nil-nil draw will be enough to send Liverpool through on head-to-head. Both teams will have nine points, but Liverpool's away goal in Russia would seal qualification. A one-all draw should be enough as long as Liverpool's goal difference remains better than Spartax. Liverpool's is currently plus 10, Spartax plus 3. Any other draw, 2-all, 3-all, 4-all, will see Spartak go through on a head-to-head away goals. Regardless of Spartak's results in Maribor, if Liverpool lose, they'll be eliminated on head-to-head and will face the Europa League in February. Any other result will, of course, put the Reds into the last 16. What do we need to do, Paul? Just beat Sevilla. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay. Just beat Sevilla. And you know what? For shits and giggles, beat Spartak as well. <laughs> um, and then move on. Um, yeah, look, you know, the, the group's kind of working out nicely for us, all told. And what I I think that the, the, you go, you just go all out Sevilla, don't you? Because what, what you want to do, you obviously you want to top the group first and foremost for all the all the reasons that we are long established about yeah you, because you, you can get, get the, Real Madrid Bayern Munich draw. Tottenham <laughs> yeah. and, because we're gonna because you can now draw you know, draw Real Madrid in the in the in the last sixteen so maybe we finish second in the group um, who's asked the point is is that I want Liverpool to qualify with the game to go because I think that's a big that's a big thing you know that's another little that's another little box tick for me being able to give a few lads a game. Go and give Ben Woodburn some Champions League experience in the last in the last group game because we've talked about this and you know look I I would I could go the rest of my life with never watching Liverpool play Europa League football again. Yeah, um, probably won't happen. No, of course, of course, <laughs> it will, of course we'll, be, we'll be back. We're always back. Um, but I, what it always represented was those group stages was a good chance to give some younger lads a go and to try some different things and, and bloody bloody blah. There's nothing quite like Champions League experience. I think what we saw from the the starting eleven, which we'll talk about on the final word in a bit more detail today, is we're having to put good teams out. We're taking this competition seriously because you you meant to take this competition seriously. But once it's sorted, do take the World Cup group stage yeah. approach. Stick your, you know stick Danny Ward in for that game. Stick Ben Woodburn in. They get Gruyich in the team, because what, because whatever, why not get them to sack? Because I think there's more benefit provided the, the group's largely won, uh, and and you will have a clear idea who's going to be first and second in a lot of the groups anyway. Because you might find, enough. well, oh yeah, <laughs> but you might find, yeah, no, might need a little bit more clearer. You might find by the by the last game of the group that 
there's a 50-50 split. There might be a ton of great teams in second and a ton of great, you know, ton of great yeah. teams in first. And you think, well, does it, does it make a, mad, a deal of difference? Too? Okay, we've got a, a really cool comment actually from Waz Ali. You said, can we please talk about the way Milner teed up Emery Cham for the second goal so casually? Yeah. I, I nearly creamed myself when I watched this back. Uh, yeah, you did, and then when you told me about it later on, you went again, which I'm not sure. I told like, Ty about it as yeah, well. I called yeah. him over. Uh, you must have just based like 15 minutes between each other to. recuperation. Like I've, I've um, done three now. I'm done for the day. <laughs> done for the week. Uh, you only get a bucket and a half, lad. Trust me, I know. Um, the uh, yeah, we, we, James Milner, and uh, there's another one that I want to talk about a, a bit more about uh, in a bit more depth and detail on the final way, but he. I thought he put another splendid performance in. As you rightly said, you know, these are, he absolutely knows how to play against Maribor now. Nobody knows how to play Maribor better than he James Miller. He spread them on toast. He's just all over it. Like, um, he, that yeah. ball, though, it is, as, as Waz says, it's so casual. Like, the, the whole move, we, we, we started it with a throw, and I think on the right-hand side, we worked it over to Emre Chan, who's in the half space on the left, and then he drives into James Milner. Now, the ball's brilliant. But Milner doesn't play that ball if Chan's not making that run already. So it's them two working in perfect sync, knowing what's coming. And the ball takes three people out. And he's, he's kind of like backing away from it. Oh, it's just so good. That is my favourite Emre Chan that we saw in the second half. The one that does that. Like, he just charges around. He scares the life out of people. It reminds me of um, City at the Etihad a couple of seasons ago. And he was like that. You know, he's getting beyond. He's getting beyond men. He's given. He's given and going. I don't like the Emery Chan that tries to dictate the tempo of the yeah. football match with his, with the ball. He, I'd, I'd rather him dictate it with his body by 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 running around. And you know, he, he, did, he did one where he, he made up for uh, Daniel Sturridge. I think it was giving the ball away, and he, he charged over him and tried to win it back and stuff. I, I, I like that. I like because I, I you know if there's one uh, criticism that won't won't leave Emery Chan is that. I think he's a bit thick at times. Uh, when he's when he, he he thinks too much about the game, I don't think that suits him. Yeah. I think he, he he shoots that that. And, and to be fair, in a similar spread, I think James Milner is very very intelligent as a footballer. But equally, that this game suited his style play. His all, all energy. He he played. It's it's a bad cliche, but in the in the final third, he played in every one of the positions right. on that pitch. And he right. I looked around. at. I was looking at whoscored.com this morning, looking at the heat maps and, and building the team up to see if I could sort of replicate what eleven tag and 11's pass maps were showing me as well. And it was really interesting to see Milner's because exactly what you say there. He pops up left hand side. He pops up right hand side. He's all over the middle. Ch- Chan's really good as well. Jordan Henderson's perfect. Like you know. That midfield performance was really, really good. Second half from all three of them. But we've not talked about the first half yet. Uh, but I do want to just talk about one more comment before we talk about the first half. Uh, Killian Clerken says, Thought Moreno was really good once again. Had been solid and positive all season. Credit to him for resurrecting his Liverpool career. My man in the match. The moment, and I, I, I referenced it on a couple of videos last night, the moment where I can't even remember who plays the ball to him, but it's cross field and it is... 12 foot over his head there is no chance and he yeah he, he just he, you described <laughs> Should have done my visual pain scale tells me that's at least three months out um he he, he gets up and he brings it down on his toe like Joe like, Salah. like fucking jazzy you know like he just he just turned into some mad like that's bo- our left back lads yeah that's he, our left back and it was like 
it was a moment in the cop where all the fellas who sit near me who just do nothing but just whinge about them and I've done for years and you know let's be honest rightly so for a lot of that they all went whoa and it was like that moment was enough for you, could, you could feel hearts and minds being won over with a touch of the football um, he, he, was, he was absolutely amazing. you know the, the, something that won't have been picked up on the, on the TV is I was watching Moreno quite closely first half because he was over towards the main stand where I was and it was proximity bias. Yeah, well, you know what? That's that's what you can do, isn't yeah. it? You can pick a player out and you can just watch them because we've talked about Moreno so often over the last few weeks. I thought I'll give him a little watch a little bit more closely and stuff, and he's dead close to me, so it makes it very easy with my poor sight. Um, Given that on the far side uh, of the pitch, can't see anyone. Literally Not let alone him. I, te- I tell people apart by the colour of the boots at the far side of the pitch. My eyesight's <laughs> that bad, Paul. Um, so on the left hand side, Alberto Moreno. Their right winger, it was one of the only times that they actually made a move from the goalkeeper hitting a long ball, but he kicked it to the forward, so it won't have been showed. Alberto Moreno is watching the guy, and he starts to sprint when the other guy starts to sprint, and I noticed on it on two or three occasions throughout the match, and the ball never came over to him. This is a guy who I always thought used to switch off, and at every phase of play that I was watching him, he was so switched on, and it might not have come to him, but just me knowing that he's on that, on that left-hand side, is absolutely brilliant because they were the things that I was worried about with him. Yeah, he's, he's terrific, mate. Um, like I say, we, it's become a little bit of an in-joke in the office that we've developed on on match review shows. So in the match review, in the final word, everyone this season pretty much has had five minutes dedicated to how good Alberto Moreno is, which is mental. Because yeah. I, I was talking to you, I bumped into Ian Newby as I was walking out of my, my seat and he was with his dad. And his dad was like, how good, like how good was Moreno? It's not a shock to me because I've been. I think he's been impressive. Look, my dad said it three weeks ago now that he thinks he's been our most consistent player this season, and you know, it's I probably think him Mo- and Salah, Mo- Mo- Sal- exactly. You know, and and that's Mo Salah's been incredible. So that's a, I think it's you comparing a, a left back with a guy who scored what nine goals for us this season so far, ten, ten, and 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 they, and it's close. Um, okay, so God the One has put a chat in and says, "Is Milner better? Better?" Beto, well, you know who's coming up. Better than Hendo. Um, where's Flano? Amen. Um, oh, Flano. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's Flano, isn't he? Um, I, why? I don't know why we're like this. Um, and look, thanks very much for the question. I'm not. It's not a personal criticism in any way, shape, or form. But like, I see this. I've seen this a bit recently because you know I've been on a Jordan Henderson. I, 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 I had my eyes open to the to the hatred of Jordan Henderson in the last seven days. Um, why? Why do? They, why does everything have to be mutually exclusive? You know what I mean. Uh, Milner's t- Milner's just terrific. What's worth remembering is Jordan Henderson has been bred by Jurgen Klopp specifically for that position on the field. Yeah. Because if he wasn't, there would be. No, I I don't see that there was any issue with Jordan Henderson coming to Genie Wijnaldum's role last night. And I thought for a very brief moment that was what we might see because Emery settled in the six. Why? Why? Why bother? Um, but. That team is built around Jordan Henderson playing in that role, and James Milner it, it gets a bit maligned. And I think again, it's because there's a, there's a Twitter account because of the Born and Milner account and, and these things, and because he's he was never, you know, insert you know one of the top golden generation English players or whatever. He, I think people still people are still surprised when he puts in good performances. And look, there's a guy who was a winger, yeah, for the longest time. 
was very came to the Premier League very very young. You know, he was making his debut at like 16, 17. Played for Leeds, Newcastle, was great at Villa. Went to City, had a very good time uh, at City, and now and now he's at us. And we, I don't think we should be shocked by his performances. Um, I mean, I'm not answering the question, but I I think they're both good. If it is, is is the honest answer, and I'm glad that we're seeing that from Milner because because he ended up at left back. I think we've forgotten how good a footballer he can be. That being said, the first half, and a lot of people are saying this, a midfield three of Henderson, Milner and Chan is not the most inspiring it's midfield. It's not the most inspiring, it's not the most creative midfield, but what it did is it absolutely knackered the other team out because they just kept on moving the ball right to left, left yeah. to right and all that type of stuff. And by the time the second half started, these guys were blowing out their arse, Paul. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, and, we, we've can, said can this. we just talk about um, the first half again briefly? But I wanted to bring in a tweet from Tony Evans into this um, before we do because I th really thought it was a good tweet that he put out last night. Biggest change in the game in my lifetime. The idea that football is entertainment. Oh, this was from the other day, wasn't it? He did first of November like a yesterday. On this, yeah. yeah. That losing is somehow okay if it's pretty and winning can be dull. Liverpool have won two games, 3-0, with really dull first halves. And yet there is a huge majority of fans that aren't happy with this. You win any game 3-0, I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's exactly that. I, I, you could get, you got a sense of the crowd. I think I put it on, on, on Twitter that Liverpool need... I expected us to up the intensity in the second half, and, but we needed to because there was a real sense that you needed to keep the crowd on side. There was just too many people going, um and ah, and like, again... This is a bit too much like Huddersfield, blah, 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 blah. Now, this is this is going to be the crux of the final word. So, actually, so if you want to watch this, do tune in to theredbandtv.com about how, what I, th I whether, it's a, whether it's tactics or whether it's uh, whether, by accident or design, basically, mm -hmm. of how Liverpool are approaching these games. But, yeah, I, um, I, I said last week, Liverpool need to just go on a run of winning football matches and I would take that Huddersfield result four times over just to see where we stand after four solid wins. Um, that's two down for me. I'd take yeah. it I'd, I'd take it against West Ham and I'd take it, I very much would take it against Southampton as well. Okay. Um, and I think Liverpool will be in a very, very I good position. I think you're right, Paul. I think we'll wrap it up there. But as Paul's mentioned a couple of times already, we are recording the final word very shortly. We've got Sachin Nakrani, and, uh, who is writer and editor for The Guardian Sport, co-host of Media Matters on the Anfield Index Pro app as well. He's also a contributor to This Is Anfield. And if that wasn't enough, the author of Word Everywhere is the LFC book. So seriously, a great guest lined up for the final word. We'll be chewing the fat on Maribor versus Liverpool. The 3-0 victory to Liverpool. Can't wait to get into it. We'll get over there shortly. If you're not onto the RedmenTV.com, do go over, sign up. It's £5 a month. Three exclusive one-hour shows minimum every single week on the Mighty Reds. Thanks for watching. Drop a like on the video and subscribe if you've not already. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.